0: podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where a funny thing happened on the way to the Super Bowl. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford, friend of the fan cast, and it's brother, Reno Notaro. And you're
1: Oh. They're having fun at the Soul Spa.
2: Hey, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we haven't have recorded in a while. Holidays. Uh, someone pointed out we were celebrating Kwanzaa, which is true. And it's long. And Kwanzaa takes it a takes long a while. time. while. There's a lot of gifts. There's a lot just of, bounce uh, back from Kwanzaa. There's yeah. 17 days. Something like that. And then, you know, you got to do the thing where you got to carry the, 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 the branch over the... Thre- I don't know. Something like that. I didn't quite get it, but we participated in it. It was great.
1: Did you... A funny thing happened on the way... That's my favorite musical.
0: I thought it was behind the red door.
1: Can I sing a comedy? To- <laughs> Can I sing a comedy tonight for you? Um, something t- familiar. Something. I'm sorry. That's that's my favorite.
2: Okay. Uh, musicals anyway. are, are verboten on this show. That means um, sorry, that Roger's means not, you like to join Not me allowed. For- that means not allowed. Uh, but welcome to the show, everybody. And uh, we're back. And uh, man, what a time, Colin, to uh, to come back to do a show. I think. Um, our keen insight is uh, is is being asked for around the the great state of Colorado and the the fine uh, uh, the fine uh, conglomeration of Broncos country and it's just a perfect time for us to get back into it. We got a lot to get into, but this is the one thing that I think we need to cover, and that is your Denver Broncos.
0: I think that um, yes. Where do we begin? It's fascinating. Uh, it really is. This is a dizzying time. In Denver Broncos history you're talking about a team that went to the playoffs four years in a row won the AFC championship last four years in a row first time obviously with Tim Tebow under center you've got one of the great quarterbacks of all time all of a sudden there's all kinds of questions will he come back or not. You, you fired a head coach. I mean, does does John Elway know what he's doing? Is Gary Kubiak going to come? to See, okay, wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. It's absolutely let's, mind-boggling let's, let's, let's right start, now.
2: Let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. First of all, they've only won one AFC championship, and that was last AFC year. West AFC West. West AFC West, yes. AFC West. Four they've, in a row. They've won a few of those. Four in a row, and you fire your head coach. Not well, only you fire your head coach, you pretty much blow the
0: entire organization to fucking smithereens.
2: Okay. Which is fine because I saw Vic Lombardi said something today. Vic Lombardi, shout out to Legal Weed Melvin. Um, he said probably the bigger mistake is that he didn't can John Fox after the Super Bowl, which I totally agree with. He should have been fired after the Super Bowl because that was a monumental failure. And that lets you know that you're going to get just the same thing the following season. And they did. They got the same thing. They got some records, they they had some pretty games, but ultimately they were they were soft and they couldn't they couldn't win the big game. You knew you were going to get that. We sat here and we all had that feeling. We we probably vocalized it, but we all knew that they were going to only get so far this year. And as the season went on, and everyone tried to say, "Well, they're running the ball now." Um, that's just a different way to do it. That's yeah. going to help. Them out. Wait,
0: wait till they spring Manning <laughs> wait, on wait, you to the playoffs.
2: Wait till he springs yeah. forth like a burly protector. Yeah, who, and who was shocked? No one was shocked. Right? I think no. A lot, no. I think a lot of people were shocked. I think I was a lot of people shocked. were shocked. I expected them to run more.
1: Anderson had 18 carries 80 yards. I think he should have had 25, 30 carries.
0: 18 carries is was fucking retarded. There's no excuse for And the Colts are a Hold team Colts are a team that we're torn they alive have by the no run. Defense. We're,
2: we're jump we're jumping all over the place. I, w- I want to focus. There's so many there's so many focus, aspects people. to this. Let's focus. 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 John Fox. He needed to go. He probably needed to go at the end of last season. But obviously you go to the Super Bowl and you fire your coach. Never been done before, as far as I know. So they never would have done it then, although they should have done it then. But now they might get a guy or or, or someone who they who they like a little better. We don't know where they're going. Last thing we hear is they're asking for permission from, uh, uh, from the Ravens to talk to Kubiak. What do you think? Which way should they go?
0: Well, okay. First of all, I will say this. And I don't want to bounce all over the place. But... I wouldn't have changed anything. My ideal choice for head coach at this point, not that I think they would have won the Super Bowl next year, they wouldn't have, but it would have been John Fox. With Peyton Manning, nothing changes because a 10, 11, 12 win season and a playoff appearance is relatively rare. So I see the I see the Broncos as not dissimilar from the the 57-win nugget, the Nuggets team that removed George Carl after the, no. being named Coach of the Year. No,
1: they didn't make it to the finals.
0: And, and the Broncos didn't this year either. I, I see the, I see an interesting situation where they could have just about locked in, and Reno, I think you'll agree with me, they could have locked in at least a 10-win season next year had nothing changed, right? But why? They'll still win, If, if Manning comes
1: back them? and he's healthy, they'll still win 12
0: games. The question now is why wouldn't, John, it, why wouldn't the it? question now is will the right answer for the head coach of the Broncos be a good fit or a bad fit for an immobile and declining Peyton Manning? One I would argue the conversation when it comes to head coach and yes, I want Kubiak just like everybody else does. That's what Broncos country wants. We want Coops. We want familiarity. We want Patrick Waugh is the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche. That's how we are as Denver fans. That's what we want. And and I have a, f- a very strong feeling that's what we're going to get. But Gary Kubiak is a is a, it's going to be a tough adjustment for Peyton Manning. And I don't think you can have the coach conversation separately from the
2: Manning conversation. Okay. And I think that that's really what we're getting at. Would it be so bad if Manning just retired? Fuck no. If he, did, no. If he just Go said, you ahead. know what, I, I think I'm done. That's just I I just but don't think I can do it. Who in the house? so Osweiler's quarterback yes. and you're right,
1: no no team has ever been to a Super Bowl and fired a coach.
2: No, I mean obviously you never. win, you would never fire your coach and if you but even, losing, you even yeah. lose. You know, John Fox no didn't get fired when he went to the Super Bowl before and, and lost. Okay, are you comfortable? Yes. Uh, I mean this I, is my
1: I've been this, like, yes,
2: I'm comfortable with Brock, and I think if someone like Kubiak came in, I think that he's going to run a scheme that's going to work for Brock. And Brock can to, move!
0: Brock can get out of
2: the you, fucking
1: way! But you, you would have to revamp the offensive line. Vasquez has been hurt. He's had oh, some back issues. Well, they're going to have to do
2: that anyway, don't you think?
1: Well, they will because you're going to need, instead of road grading... Blockers, you're going to need guys that zone block. You know, like like Absolutely. Tom Nalen. Yep. Um, and, and I'm sure those and those guys have I think they have done some of the the zone schemes and zone techniques. But that's that. It's just a completely different animal. And I mean, basically, look at if Kubiak comes here, you'll have Dennison as the offensive coordinator. Look at the Texans. That's what you'll have. You'll have C.J. Anderson. You'll have whatever the backs are. That's what you're gonna
2: have, and that's fine because the Texans had success under Kubiak. They didn't have a quarterback. They didn't and that's have a quarterback. Why they didn't
1: get to that next level?
2: They had they had running backs. They had. So you the better defense. hope that Osweiler is the future. That's and that's the gamble, obviously. But you know, I, I don't know. I am not in in Peyton Manning's mind. I couldn't tell you what what he's thinking. But he's fucking coming back i'm sure
0: he is he's fucking coming back he's He's gonna get that 20 million next year he's gonna get the 18 or whatever the year after that he's gonna suck this fucking organization dry and they're never gonna win a super bowl
2: listen listen we sat here and we've sat here ever since the middle of the season and we kept asking people is there something wrong with him is there something wrong with him everyone's like no no nothing's wrong with nothing there was something wrong with him now if he's fully healthy. Now, obviously, he can't run. Yeah. He's, he's not. He's nah. not a. But that's beyond not what that. he does. He's never been that. He's not a runner. He's but what never. Been but the been league that. Has, what I'm has changed. changed and these guys
0: are fast. It doesn't
2: matter though. If he, it, it, his no, throwing, his Who, throwing was off, and and we have to assume it was because of his legs.
0: But it, 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 a, a torn quad causes you to overthrow a
2: wide open receiver by it, ten it, yards. It is if you're trying to if you're trying to make sure it gets there, and you and you're putting too much on it. Yeah. You know, he was throwing the ball very
3: early. Earlier than I've ever seen in the game. Because the the
1: offensive line wasn't able to protect him also.
3: Uh, That's an issue as well. I think this makes a whole lot of sense. If Peyton's coming back, I think it makes a whole lot of sense to see Adam Gase as the head coach, right? And just hear me out here. No, that makes sense. if, If they crash and burn... Then they're both gone, and then bring Kubiak in. I don't think Kubiak is going to take a different job in the meantime. Well, no, I he, think he's kind of waiting. You he, he made, made a
2: good point. If if it doesn't pan out, then he probably would stay with Baltimore another year, I guess, because he's already saying he's going to. So you do have that other shot with him. And this
3: is his dream job. But again, so, so why try to force a Kubiak Manning relationship? Let it play out one more year, see what happens. But again, he, he's coming back.
2: You come back to the fact that Elway was pissed. He was fucking pissed at the end of that game and he didn't he he didn't like what he saw not only was he pissed at the end of the game
0: he was pissed knowing that fox was already planning his soft spot his
2: landing spot in case he lost his job that really got under elway's skin oh of course it did someone someone's planning to leave and then they kind of mail it in and then here's the thing here's why they mailed it in they knew they weren't going to win the next week anyway. They knew they weren't going. They weren't going to beat the Patriots. They already knew they were going to Foxborough. They knew they weren't going to win that. So they were just mailed it in. They're like, you know what? Let's get a head start on this vacation, and that's what they did. And that's what sucks. And that's what sucks for everyone who's a fan. And it sucks for all the people who sit there and do that. I, I def- I'm with my team no matter what. And it's like, hey. Your team and all these people that you defended just fucking mailed one in. So how does that make you feel? Elway did not like that one bit. And and I think everybody needs to realize that those guys just half-assed that game because they didn't give a fuck. You mentioned Elway, and I agree with you completely. Do you really think they half-assed? It?
0: Yes. You abso- really think? Abso- Elway- I, think they, I think they prepared
1: poorly. I don't think they half-assed. It.
0: Elway certainly thought they, they half-assed it. You yourself on your show tonight, we talked about a play... Where you could see receivers standing
4: there, yeah, y'all, not have,
0: laying blocks for C.J. Anderson. Have y'all seen the screenshot? It was on one of the blogs, and
1: Andrew Mason showed it to me the other night, Tuesday night. It was on the fourth down run that C.J. Anderson had. And there was a wide open lane. But uh, Demarius Thomas and Sanders were just standing there with their thumb in their yeah. ass. Backs turned to the defensive players, and the defenders ended up making the tackle. If they make the blocks, not even blocks, just get in their way, way. Anderson scores.
2: Here's the deal. The players didn't give a shit because they knew the coaches didn't give a shit. That is the kind of stuff where the players aren't doing it. But the but the players don't give a shit because they know the coaches don't give a shit. They yeah, know I, those guys and and somebody said something like, oh, the players don't know and don't and bullshit. They they know what's going on. They they have a feeling if they know that these guys are like checking out, they're gonna be like, well, these guys are fucking out of here. Why do I give a shit? We're already we're already down fourteen points. Who cares? That's how they were down
1: to the Dolphins on and stuck to the running game and overcame that deficit. So I'm am disappointed they didn't stick to and and commit to the run game. And just grind it over the That the
3: was ball. probably the most shocking aspect. Because remember Jonas Gray? Remember that guy who scored four touchdowns? Remember who he did that on? I believe it Colts? was
0: the Colts. It was. They, yeah. The the Patriots ran for over two hundred yards against the Colts using a blend of not I, so talented running. Backs. I think Brady threw the ball
3: three times in, and, in a half. And that's
1: where it's, you can completely dictate the tempo. You can control the tempo. I mean, and and it. it It's
0: mind-boggling that they didn't run the ball more.
2: The coaching, for whatever, anyone go, oh, you know, John Fox, really good coach. It just looked like they just either didn't give a shit or they were totally incompetent. So which one was it? Did they not care or were they incompetent? This is where
3: I'm confused because I think the the move to the run, okay, Peyton was hurt. Although, was he really hurt? Because he was in, like, the fourth quarter of that Raiders game in a blowout. He would have been on the sideline if he was really hurt. So I'm not so sure he was that hurt. But it seems to me Foxball is uh, is the ball where he wants to run it and control the clock, and that's not what they were doing at
2: all. So there nobody knows what so, they're doing. So
3: some sort of um, discrepancy between Adam Gase and that's, John Fox. That's the
2: whole thing. Nobody knows what they're doing or why, and it just seems kind of confusing. Somebody said about Adam Gase, they said, "Well, what if what if he's being hand, you know what if he's handcuffed by John Fox? Now you can see the real him come out, and it's kind of like." Yeah, that's maybe. I mean, behind the red door. Behind the red door, you'll find the real Adam Gaze. I think John Fox is going to kill
3: it in Chicago. That's I'm, what, that's what sure I think he's going to be. He's, fucking, a the me. he's a
2: perfect coach for odd. the Bears. He's
3: a perfect coach for the Bears. They're going to be terrible. He's says yeah. Cutler. He's both, well, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, but he's whatever. He's a defensive guy. He runs anyway, the ball. That's that's Bears football. Let's
2: let's um let's let's get ready to get into the second quarter. We can keep talking about this. Um. I just I want to get a little bit later. I want to get everyone's impressions on where they think it's going, um, if it's going to end up in a fiery heap or (laughs) if um, it's going to be, you know, or it's going to be okay. The thing with me is I love the Denver Broncos, but I'm really enjoying this drama. I think it's fantastic. Gives (laughs) us something to talk about. You're a
0: member of the media now. I love it. That's right. That just happened. That's what I
1: said to the. Uh, I was at the the game with this lady, and I, I turned to her and I said, "Yeah, it's such a bummer that they lost." And we were walking out. I was like, "You know what, though? This is gold for my <laughs> yeah, business." Yeah, totally. Like, and I'm kind of laughing, and she's just like, "God, they were horrible. They sucked. They're terrible." And it's like, "Yeah, it's uh, it's the low hanging fruit now." Oh yeah, absolutely. And
0: that was before they fired yeah. everybody yeah. the next day. Basically,
1: what the Broncos did, they made the Rockies, Avs and Nuggets irrelevant until and, training camp. Not
0: only that, they they, I,
1: they really did cuz all anyone's going to talk about and all anyone wants to talk about are it, and even when the coach is hired who's going to be the
0: quarterback? Then there's is the, Ma- then is, there's the draft, Then there's the draft. And then is Manny healthy? Okay, if Manny hold comes on, back, hold on. Is he going to be there's healthy? Gonna be,
2: there's going to be a, a June and July that's that's when they'll relinquish control. That's the only months, and then then they'll seize control back in August. Yep. How much you want to bet?
1: Yep, just those two months. July, no. Yeah. That, that's when they're OTAs and getting ah, ready for training. The Rockies
2: might surprise you, Reno. <laughs> and lose and lose hundred and ten. Let's take a quick break. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, come whoa, on, whoa, Scott. Whoa, I gave whoa, I gave I gave, I gave you like two and a half minute lead on that.
3: Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Okay, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
0: 5280 Shirt Shop is the friend of the fans and the friend of the fan cast. Our original sponsor, number one in our hearts and in yours. Follow James Hernandez on Twitter at 5280 Shirt Shop. Visit his virtual showroom at 5280ShirtShop.com and buy something for God's sakes. That guy makes this podcast happen. He's the lifeblood. Order stuff order stuff for you, order stuff as gifts. Just order and make sure he knows you heard about it here. 5280 Shirt Shop, friend of the fans, friend of the fan cast. Who is more devastated right now? The fans of Broncos country, John Elway himself, the Broncos players, or the Chicken Parm Association of America? Did the Broncos do us all a favor on Sunday by preventing us from having to watch them implode against Tom Brady or Pete Carroll? Was Sunday's game against the Colts Peyton Manning's worst performance in a Broncos uniform, or does that distinction belong to a Papa John's commercial? Does Peyton Manning's strained quad provide a perfectly good explanation for his repeatedly overthrowing the football way too far? Did Peyton Manning prove Jim Irsay wrong by putting up star Trek numbers against the Colts? When Peyton Manning retires, will Denver's fondest memory of him be that pass to Demarius Thomas in overtime of the wildcard game against the Steelers? Is the strongest argument for his returning in 2015? His massive salary, lack of mobility, weak arm, terrible inaccuracy, horrible pouty attitude, or failure to provide any real leadership? Is John Elway's favorite internet browser Firefox? Does John Elway know all about kicking and screaming from his days of thumping on Janet? Is it true that Andrew Luck has all the tools? and that he fashioned them from stone. Will the Nuggets continue to piss off their fans by trying to make the playoffs? Once Cronky Sports buys 104.3 The Fan, will everyone there be terrified of getting Bianchied? Is Chrissy Beck's already trying to figure out who at Cronky Sports she should start DMing with? You have questions, we have answers southstandsdenver.com Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971
4: Grandma sitting in the corner with a penis and a hand going no, no, no (laughs) It only goes to show Hammer in the corner with a penis in a hand, going no, no, no,
2: no, 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 no.
4: no. <laughs> <laughs> no. It only went to show.
2: No, no,
0: no. It's
2: no. the B-, B side. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Lemon. John Lennon. Ambulance um, it's good stuff as always. Um, <clears throat> we were talking off the mic about. About whether whether or not they, they kind of mailed it in this because a they didn't really.
4: This is, a it's not the with not in, <laughs> in her
2: hand. Grandma with that penis in a hand. Um, whether they mailed in or not, and I, I know this is not this is not anywhere this the the analogy is probably you know it's some somebody laugh at this, but if you're playing in a like in a sporting event, there's times where you're like fuck I don't want to do this anymore. You're just like Ugh, I'm over this. And you just think, God, I don't want to keep going. I, I've played in game like hockey games where I knew that if we won, we'd have to play another one right away. Fruit free. Yeah, it's group it's it, And group That's why it. I said it. it's ridiculous. I know, but it has, It's the same. It's not it's, ridiculous. It's the same mental aspect because I'm playing. I the, admire the shit out of you
0: for playing with the as an old man with all those other old men.
2: Well, no, I play with young guys. You play with like 24 year old dudes. Nah, I play. They're more like in their like their their early 30s, which is a huge difference though, and from from my age. Tell me about it. <laughs> you like
1: 30 year old men? I do. I like 30 year
2: old like men better than 19 year old boys Men my own age or younger. Yes, um, but. You sit there and you're like, you're like, man, I know I got to play this another game, and I'm just fucking, I, I yeah, you know, I already got knocked down once, and you j- just feel like that's going to be a fucking drag. Now, now I love playing, I want to play, I want to keep going, but there's times where you're just like, ugh. And I guarantee you that they got fucking knocked in the mouth in that game, and they just went, you know what, we're going to lose next week anyway. Fuck this shit. I'm not going to block this. You know what's great about 29 year olds? What? There's 20 of them. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) And the show has reached a new low. Every time, I think.
3: Children run away from the man with the candy.
1: Oh, my God. Who wants candy?
2: What if you were raptured while you were taking a shit, and you got set up to heaven, and you had a big turd hanging out of your ass, (laughs) and you'd be like, hey, sorry, but you took me right off the can. Happened to Elvis. (laughs) Yes, it did. The questions we ponder. Well, actually, it didn't happen to Elvis. Elvis, Elvis's feces were compacted in his in his in his uh, colon, and he couldn't get him out. And he struggled, and he was pushing, and it killed him because his heart was his heart was bad because all the pills and all the bad food, and then he was, he was like, oh, he was grunt one out, because he couldn't grunt it out, and he grunted so hard he killed him. So that's why you're supposed to not strain on the toilet, guys. So the coroner had a big job on his hands. <laughs> Dude, you imagine slicing that colon open and <laughs> oh, no. fucking... Oh, no, no. Getting the like... peanut butter banana sandwiches <laughs> yeah.
1: out of it. Yeah, it was it was like the uh, what was the animal they sliced open in Return of the Jedi?
2: Oh, the the tauntaun. The tauntaun. Oh yeah, pretty much. Quincy Quincy Me didn't even want to tackle that job. So
0: what you're saying is it, you can understand how a team. Might, you know, if, if the motivation weren't there, if they were you know fearful that the, the, the whole thing was in vain, that they could, they could possibly
2: just go, eh. They, were, they were the impacted colon, and Elway was Elvis trying to squeeze it out, and they were just like, uh-uh, uh-uh, fuck you, and then it who just the, killed the team. Who are the 29-year-old boys? <laughs> um, those- you know what's
0: interesting about the whole thing? Nobody's talking about the game. Nobody's talking about the fucking game because Monday
2: morning the game doesn't matter at this point. It's I mean, in the, the past,
1: I said it.
0: Move
2: well, forward. If you, if you, because you could talk about it. You could say, oh, "Look, this is what this is what sucked. This is this is the problem." With and
0: this, if they the hadn't blown the whole fucking thing up, that's what we'd be doing right now. We'd be talking about the game.
2: Yeah, but, but we, now there's a shit a lot more interesting than well, one no, game. Listen, I, honestly, it was, the right, it was the right thing to do to fire him because we'd be sitting here going... I don't think it was. They need to fire him. They need to fire him. I, I think Give it Give it one more year. To, fuck
0: it. Take the 12 more wins. Knowing full well that you're going to go out in the playoffs. Well, isn't and this that, is the same fucking dilemma that Cronky Sports faced when they got rid of George Carl because George Carl would keep getting him close. Keep getting them close. Keep getting them close. They'd be in the playoffs.
3: Isn't that the same thing of keeping Adam GaSe though? Just the tip. I'm. I'm the, fan, the playoff tip. Listen,
2: somebody. Somebody said today. They asked. But he asked both of us. Denver Dan said, "Hey, is this going to be a huge waste if they don't? Blah blah blah." And I said. Not for the Broncos. They sold tons of tickets, beer and food and merchandise. It's a fucking enjoyed, great investment uh, for them. But we enjoyed buying it. So I would ah, argue yeah. not for the fans either.
0: It was a, it was fun while it lasted. But now we have to look realistically. If Manning comes back, they'll still win 12 games. Fucking goddamn Peyton Manning can't play anymore. And and, and, and he's not going to win us the championship.
1: Joe Williams has been saying it for three, four years that Elway doesn't know what he's doing. But Elway... If he thinks he made the right choice in Osweiler, then you don't have to worry about that. If Manning doesn't
2: come back, then Osweiler,
1: seamless transition. I'm not
2: saying Osweiler is Aaron Rodgers, but what they did with the Packers is he sat there behind Favre, waited for Favre to ship off. Favre couldn't make up his mind. Finally got his shot, and they, and they were successful. And so I, did
1: Rivers. Rivers it, sat behind Breeze.
2: And, they, and they, didn't, they didn't skip a beat. Well, I mean, they had, they, had a little, they had to get to there. I think it was probably, what, three, four years before Rodgers won a Super Bowl? I don't remember what it was after he took sure, over. Sure. Probably about that. The but he team, hit the ground running when he became a starter. Absolutely. And if they
0: hire Kubiak, they're not going to rush him out of town.
2: The team could be. I could get five years. Look, look easy, at the at look least. at the team and how it's constructed right now. Obviously, a lot of people are free agents. They don't know who's gonna who's gonna come back. If you just signed everybody and you took care of everybody and made some additions, it's still a good fucking team. It's a great team. The only thing you're changing is you're changing the coach and you're possibly changing the quarterback. So if you've got the same team, the defense um, had its issues, but all those guys are certainly good. They could still play. And if you had somebody who knew what they were doing, maybe they could play a little better. But you've got the same team. Are they the best team in the AFC West? If Payne Manning
0: retires and we get a new head coach in, and I'm going to ask Scott to answer this first because I'm most interested in your take because I got Renos earlier and John's a blowhard. So you tell me, if Payne Manning retires and the Broncos hire a new head coach, do the Broncos win the
3: AFC West? No. I think it's the Chargers. So do I. That's exactly what I said.
2: Now... But, but we,
3: you know, we don't know what we have in Brock, though. That's the thing. I, I,
2: apparently, John Elway knows because he's guys, not playing them. Guys, the Broncos' offense, unless Brock Osweiler is just like oh, throws <laughs> it into the fucking into the stands <laughs> on every <laughs> throw. He might, he <laughs> <do that>. yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't do that, they're still better. They have they have better players on offense. They have better players on defense. So where where does that where does that leave you? Quarterback, 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 ah, quarterback, gotcha. quarterback. It's all about
3: the quarterback. Uh, Look at uh, Reno when when he came in today. We we were briefly talking about the quarterbacks in the playoffs, and what was the worst quarterback in the playoffs this year? And it was Cam Newton? Is, Cam mean, Newton. Is that the worst, maybe? Right, Peyton Manning uh, was the worst look, quarterback
0: in the playoffs look, by far.
3: Look at 12, court, 12,
0: 12 teams Put, put Cam 12 Newton teams. on the
2: Broncos, and he's not and the worst won, quarterback. And they
0: won on Sunday. Tw- put Ben Roethlisberger on the Broncos. Do they win Sunday? Yes. But out of the 12 quarterbacks
1: that made the playoffs, the ma- beyond the majority, it's... I think ten of the twelve are all traditional drop back passing quarterbacks.
0: Aside from Cam Newton. Yeah. Niners didn't make the playoffs. No. Well, now I think Russell Wilson is just presents That's an interesting fine, but, case. But Russell
1: Wilson gets down when he runs. No, no,
0: no, no. And he and he's not a running quarterback, and he is a an effective quarterback from the pocket, which is why he's so Dangerous and so well respected, besides the fact that he's an Uncle Tom and white people love that. He's he is, not, he ve- is
2: not black enough. You are right. Uh, you are no, correct.
0: not anywhere close, but he's very skillful in, in a number of different areas. Yeah, just Russell Wilson, it's just the, so- just the most racist thing anyone's ever said, <laughs> but you'll never hear it
2: called that. He's yeah, you know what it means. They they don't people people who can, who identify themselves as being black and have a certain way they like carry you. themselves. Yes, I do. I do identify myself as black. They uh, Except they say when he's got a case
4: on the Mondays. They
2: say Russell Wilson is not black enough because you hate Mondays too. Yeah. I do.
3: Russell Wilson, and you know that commercial. That's I was it, Allstate or one of those insurance commercials? It's like he's in a poetry
2: slam. Man. Oh yeah, he's yeah. horrible. That's, that's so the hightest commercial it's a black terrible. man has ever recorded. But he's awesome. He's great. And I love Russell oh, Wilson. Oh yeah, and too. he's a Colorado Rocky. That's right. That's we're gonna hang our hats on that. Um, look, I I hate the Seahawks, but I love Russell Wilson. So I no, hope. No, doesn't. That I hope. I hope if it's a Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl, I'm certainly I'm rooting for Russell Wilson, not no the way. Seahawks. Oh yeah, for sure. So. um that cleft chin of Tom Brady. Speak of which, that speaking of scarf. which
0: can we finally put the whole Manning Brady debate to bed?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. It's done, right? I don't I don't understand where people come from with that. And I and I've always thought that that Tom Brady is better. I always thought he was. And, I mean, you could just look at look at his, his track record. It speaks for itself. And he doesn't look like a guy who might be hauled off in an ambulance every time he takes the
0: field, which is one very vast difference. And they're, only, they're only a couple of years apart in age. And here's another thing, too. And I know that everybody agrees with this perspective, but Tom Brady is animated on the sideline and participates in discussions with both players and coaches while the defense is on the field. And he's usually trying to figure out what they're going to do next. And he's talking to Belichick. He's talking to Josh McDaniels. And he's firing up his linemen. What's Peyton fucking Manning doing in those same circumstances? I agree with that. Moping. <clears throat> I, I, agree. Moping. I, I agree
1: with that. But whether you're yelling and screaming doesn't matter. It's the fact that Brady is engaging his teammates is engaging the coaches. so
0: why doesn't Peyton and you know Peyton as well as anybody in this market because you've followed him since college high
1: school high but, school um i don't know it's his personality he's, he's a control uh, look we know about Peyton we know more about Peyton than his professional persona do we not yes we do he's a control freak he's very he has some uh yeah
0: some quirks
3: yeah
1: He's a control freak. Let's just say that. So, so okay. he's,
3: he's also a loner, and I think that fails to serve his team well you know, at I, times. I, I'd exactly. almost argue that Peyton Manning is a better quarterback than Tom Brady, but Tom Brady is a better football player. Well, it's, it's, better, but, but, but that's teammate. the key. When plays
1: break down, you have to become a quarterback. You have to become an athlete and make plays. Uh, Peyton is amazing when he knows what the test is going to be. But as soon as somebody throw like as soon as somebody throws an, an a question that he didn't prepare for whoa Rayman that whoa, how about whoa, how about whoa, whoa. how about
2: this um, uh, Manning make a great uh, guitar hero player and and but he couldn't do a solo t- Tom Brady you could throw a saxophone he'd get up on a it's just a, a bar yeah. get up on the bar and wail out He's a sax gonna, solo j-
3: jump in the the drum
2: kit he can I- he can impo- improvise yeah.
1: like Rob Lowe in uh in, in
2: uh Saint Almost Fire Saint Almost Fire you're right Manning is technically a better quarterback because of his understanding of the game and and the way he the way he operates. No, I say, but, Brady's but, a better quarterback. No, no, I mean just as, as far as like uh, sure knowing the defense the, and what the defense the, X's, is is the do, X's and O's and the Jim's and joes.
1: In in Champ Champ Bailey had a press conference, spoke to the media days after Manning was signed because he played against Manning in college and he played against him throughout his career. And Champ Bailey's words were. He's an amazing quarterback because he knows what my defense is going to do and where all of my teammates are supposed to be on defense more so than 80% sure. of my teammates where they're supposed to be. And so when Manning sees somebody line up where they're not supposed to be from what he studied, then that throws him off. And, and that's where the improvisational skills, that's where you want somebody like Favre, like Elway, like Rodgers. Again, when the, like Luck.
0: Roethlisberger.
1: Roethlisberger. When the play breaks down,
0: what do you do? What do you do? Can Lay we, down on the ground and <laughs> allow a defender to touch you.
2: Can we? Can we sign any of those guys, or is that out of the? Out of what the question? did you call it? Um, the shadow sack. The so yeah. Sel- yeah Punks Payton. Punks tiny Paytons. I got a shadow sack for both of you during the break here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Let, let you let you in on a little secret uh, let's take a quick break get into the second half already
4: right after this and his mama cried cause if there's one thing she don't need is another hungry found Well, don't you understand The child needs an everything He'll grow to be an angry young man someday Take a look at you and me Are we too glad to see or Do we simply turn our heads And look the other way
0: Stop talking about Kathy Save. <laughs> no, what we have to talk about is Table to Tavern because these people are awesome, and so are the local pubs and eateries that they manage. Let's start with Boone's Tavern where we had our fantasy draft. We'll be having our season-end uh, uh, South Stands Denver Fantasy League party there. It's, it's comfortable. It's home. We love Boone's Tavern. It's right by Denver University at the corner. Of Downing and Evans and then down at the corner of Downing and Alameda brand new the Blackbird Blackbird Social Pub right there and uh it's wood-fired pizza it's it's fresh Colorado beers served served ice cold and on tap and Table to Tavern makes a special effort to source both their produce and their meats locally farm raised produce and uh the results pay off have some mile-high chicken nachos. Have some wings smoked or fried. Ask them to pour you a Colorado native. Table to Tavern, Boone's Tavern, and Blackbird. Downing in Alameda, Downing in Evans, go there. Tell them the South Stands sent you. Fucking Broncos! Uh, Holy uh, shit! John Elway came right burst. down from the heavens above, and he blew the whole thing up. He sent everybody home. It was like the say hello to my little friend scene. He's an
2: assassin. Oh, my
0: assassin.
3: God.
0: Blew
2: everybody away. They didn't really bum, bum. blow it up. What, they what, they, what, got, Fox, they, they got rid of the coaching staff. All the players are still there for the time being. So my daughter says to me this morning, in the car, and I was really I
0: was flabbergasted by her level of insight, but she said, I really feel badly for that coach, dad. And I said, well, don't feel badly for John Fox. The Chicago Bears are going to hire him. She goes, but isn't it the players that play the game? Yeah. Like, Very insightful. I gave her five. I said, that
2: was, that's a great point. It Can't is very true, it. and that is insightful of her. But um, the players are like the players are like uh, on. Remember, remember, electronic uh, football with the little metal thing, and they, you know, and you put <laughs> you the just guys set there, them out there in the field, vibrating, me. vibrating metal table. Yeah. That's really uh, the players will do what they're supposed to do. They're doing what they're told. They're they're soldiers essentially. They say, "I'm going to run out here. I'm going to hook a left, and then I'm going to look for the ball." If if they're not, the coaches aren't preparing the players to um, to succeed in those situations. Then it's the coach's fault. And I know you're a big you're you're a big proponent of blaming Manning. And and granted, he was he was he was awful. It fucking sucked. He was he was terrible. And I mean, he looked he looked bad. He looked done. And I mean, he looked like he was he was should have retired right then and there. But. It all falls on the coaches, because the coaches have to figure out ways around that, and they had, no, they had no plan. There was no plan whatsoever. Well, they had a plan. It wasn't working, and they decided to stick with it. The Super Bowl, the Super Bowl against Seahawks, the, the matchup with the Seahawks this year, and another game, and I can't remember which team it was. Rams game. All of them said, right in their face. we knew what was coming. The Super Bowl, they said, we knew what was coming.
0: And we know Peyton Manning can't get away. And
2: and uh, what's his name? Little little runty, gray haired guy that coaches the Seahawks. Um, Carroll. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, um, Pete Carroll said, "Don't don't e- don't even think they're running the ball because they're not going to do it. They can't do it. So don't even worry about it." And they just and they just stuck it to the Broncos. Same thing happened when they played them this year, and it was probably the Rams. Same thing. They said we knew it was coming because it was so predictable. When it's so predictable, the players just go out and run the routes. They can't do anything else other than what the coaches tell them to do. So it'd be great if they could just say, hey, guys, let's get in the huddle and be like, hey, fuck this. Let's just start doing it our way. That's not going to happen. It's going to be chaos, right? So they have to do what the coaches tell them, and then, and then if it doesn't work, then, well, yeah, it, it Manning be, gets the blame. It
3: may be the, the guys in the huddle saying, hey, let's do it my way, as Peyton Manning saying, hey, let's do it my way. I'm going to throw a bunch of shitty passes. And that's it. And, and, I'm going to audible out of this uh, out of this run here and throw a shitty pass. I,
0: I don't want to sound like a fucking Patriots fan because I hate those idiot bastard assholes. But, I mean, what's worse than a fucking Patriots fan? The Patriots have got it going on. When it comes to in-game adjustments, going into a game where you have no fucking idea what they're going to do. They, they could bring a running back off the practice squad who's going to have... Fucking four touchdowns that day, and you don't know.
1: Or get you, rid of guys before the curve.
0: Absolutely. I mean, they they are they are smart. I, I said the other day on Twitter, if if Peyton Manning were were a Patriot, look, they would cut him right now. And Bel- somebody responded to me, no, they'd trade him for a third. Yeah. Belichick went
1: to Wesleyan University in Connecticut. He's a super super smart, book smart, intelligent guy, and on top of it, he's creative. And his on top of it, he's evil, pure evil, his,
0: black heart. His
1: defensive coordinator is has a what is it? A, an aeronautical engineering degree. The guy could have been an astronaut. I think he went to MIT. So I mean, they have some very highly intelligent people on that team and on that staff. And I think you see it. You and see they do it, you shit that it.
0: makes you. They they lined up four exactly. offensive linemen. on Exactly. Sunday.
1: You saw that, and people complained. Well, well, you're allowed to do that. You just the re- nobody it's the does. Ref, it's the exactly. Everybody gets into this this Rain Man repetitive mo- uh, momentum, and it's oh you throw a you throw a loop into it. It's like throwing a
0: a a, 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 a chink into Man- coming at Manning. No, why, nobody
2: why, nobody pays more attention to college programs and what they're doing than Bill Belichick. Why can't and and I and I think I, every time like you know we had Tom Nalen. I don't know if we asked him this, but I'm always curious. Why can't they see it? Is it where they're located, and they they can't they can't take another vantage point? Why can't, can't who? Why can't they the, see the coaches? Why can't the coaches just go, man? This isn't working. Man, Talib on Hilton is a bad we, deal. Well, we have we have the we have the pictures, but we still can't figure out why doesn't someone like why yeah, the, why doesn't someone like Elway who's sitting up top go? You know what? That's not
1: working. The Talib the Chris Harris on Hilton thing is will be. The mind blowing. Yeah, it's moment. mind
2: bo- Chris Harris was on though.
0: Reggie Wayne, who had not one catch in the entire game. Reggie in- Wayne's old. Reggie Wayne's Re-
2: ancient. Reggie Wayne,
0: nonetheless, was- he was completely eliminated okay. from the so game. So back
2: back to earlier. Were they were they just tanking it? Yeah. Were they just saying fuck it? Just do it this way. That's the it, when when you when someone if I said hey this is I how it's going to if someone, well, if this, this is how it's going to go down you'd go that's crazy that's why are they doing that that's insane. Well, that's not the
3: player's tank, you know. I mean, Talib should not have been on Hilton. That's what I'm saying. So, so Talib was doing the best he could with Tlaib a little, little guy. can't, can't hang with him. But put in yeah. that
2: position to fail. Why is yes. he put in that position to fail?
3: I don't know. Well, but because, because the guy did, did it Why did get Oakland.
1: signed here when the Patriots didn't want him?
3: They did want him. They <laughs> absolutely wanted him. They very absolutely very wanted good point. Him. Uh, but... You, really, the Broncos you, snuck in and, and stole him right before they got to him they absolutely wanted him Tlaib's awesome he's a great corner but that's he's good against guys like a, like a Calvin Johnson type um Chris Harris is the best slot corner in the league he's the best
2: I see stuff all the time where people go why why is Tlaib playing this Not way for that price
1: they didn't want him for that price
2: that's well that's true they probably they that, paid that, you to so pay my him point. Well, and, and maybe I'm getting this wrong but they say oh Tlaib's a, a real good press press corner he likes to get up and jam the guy but the only way they played him is they played him far back now I don't know if that's totally accurate but that's the whole thing they'd make decisions that don't make they that don't make any sense the, they the don't Broncos do anything are not right
1: a mean or aggressive enough team it seemed as though they were when they were running the football and committed to that uh, and then it if, I, I feel as though they – from the Raiders – and granted, the Raiders are such a an inferior team when it comes to any team you're going to face in the playoffs. But there, there's just not a mean, nasty streak, a mean, nasty personality to this Broncos team. Maybe Ward is some of it, but that wasn't – I'm still not convinced about him, and he certainly wasn't enough.
2: Let me Let me switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about the fans. We're all fans, but a lot of fans were – we're, everyone I think is probably very confused, a little um you know they don't they don't know what's coming next um but I, I want to talk about the people who are more like kind of blindly you know following the following the plan and can't they can't question anything because they they'll think they're not a fan, but speaking of fans, one of the greatest Bronco fans I know is captain Bronco he is one of the greatest i mean. <laughs> He's you know, probably the he's, he's probably the greatest. The top three. Yeah, I maybe. Mean, he, he
0: lives in Marin County, California. Yeah, it's kind of a listen, here's, here's the
2: deal: it's you start at a certain level. You're like, okay, I'm am a Bronco fan, and you're like, oh, I live in Denver. Well, it goes up. I'm raising my hand up. If you can't see it at home,
1: like um, Elway in the press conference. Uh, yeah, you, you. It takes to get from here. There, to you, here, there you go. Now here.
2: listen, you can be you can be, then. Catherine Bronco's way up here, but the fact he lives in California takes him down a notch. Because if you live in but California... But he dyed his hair orange. Oh, then brings then him up, up a, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he did stick to his Bronco beer chugs all, all yes, season he did. long. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He's a craft beer enthusiast. Craft beer. Well, that takes him down a notch. <laughs> oh, oh, come, on. Um, come on. And then, you know... But they're Colorado
0: craft beers. Oh, yeah, sometimes, a lot of time, Up yeah. a notch, climbs up. up a
2: little bit. And, and he, he's definitely up there. But he did something recently, Colin, right, that uh, I think you wanted to talk about?
0: Well, Captain Bronco sold his Twitter account out to Verizon Wireless. And a lot of people did. And... uh I was given the opportunity to and and uh, I was very grateful that uh, he continued on with the process because he was able to actually get a copy of the contract to me from Verizon. But what what it all what it all came down to was th- they wanted to.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to get rolling, but I'll let y'all we'll finish well, the segment.
2: Keep well, going. It's, edit all this out. <laughs> oh, no, I'll never remember to edit this out. We had something before, and I was like, Colin said something, and I was like, oh, shit, i got to edit that out. And I just couldn't find right, so it.
0: You're about well, Captain no, it's, uh, Captain Bronco provided me copies of these contracts. And, Reno, I think you'll find this interesting. Um, they they were looking for opinion leaders in the Broncos fan sphere who they could inscribe to be a part of this who will win it Uh, Hashtag promotion. And what they did was they wanted 20 total tweets from each individual participant. And they would provide eight of those 20 in specific language that you were supposed to cut and paste. What are you paid? The opportunity to receive a retweet from Jay Glazer. That was one of the prizes. The
2: uh, Jay Glazer would fucking grab your balls and fucking jack you (laughs) off too. That's part of the the deal.
0: The top prize was an iPhone six. But the funny, the best part about it, this this is a four fucking page contract they wanted you to sign, and basically in it they said that during the period of this opinion of of, the, of this influencer period where you're in and you're tied in through the end of the super bowl you will not say anything on twitter that might adversely affect verizon wireless oh, so i God. i read the fine print of this thing and i was like i'm not going to become a spokesperson for the chance to maybe win an iphone 6 wait 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 the chance the chance, the chance. The chance. not even oh, to win one. an iphone 6 oh that no I mean, I you and you might. Not. I would do
1: twenty tweets of whatever you want for
2: an iPhone, for an iPhone six. For that's a five hundred dollar item. Yeah, six hundred. dollars No, this phone. is to be like a one. in But then all your white power tweets can't be, cannot show up. Whoa! Yeah, cannot show up.
0: The anti semite stuff. My, you got to save that. My
1: lawyer is standing behind me. Later, <laughs> <laughs> he will sue you and Verizon for.
0: So Captain Bronco signed yeah, he's the deal. Literally standing signed behind the deal, you. and 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 I and I'm ashamed of him. I am. I never saw the tweets. I, I I I did, <laughs> but as a friend and a fan of his, um, I give him credit for uh, being actually kind of the guinea pig for the whole thing because he took all of the contracts from Verizon that he signed and sent them directly to me to republish on our blog. And speaking of lawyers, as soon as I published those, I went, oh, my God, I wonder if Verizon could sue me for publishing this and then I thought about the smokinggun.com and deadspin it seems to me like documents are kind of fair game.
2: Yeah, I think I think once they're out there cuz they don't know where you got it, you can't be like uh oh, well, you... they do now. Well, right, now they know. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's it's like, you know, someone give you the document and it's not like anything on it that says, you know, do not reproduce, I would guess, but I would think so. But Reno, you've got a bit of farewell. I wanted to thank you for coming in again. You're welcome.
0: Being You're a welcome. friend of the yes. fan cast and You're uh one of our original guests, and uh, so insightful, and uh, I enjoy uh, uh, joining you every Thursday. Of course, you are on Monday through Thursday, yes. 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock on Mile High Sports Radio, 94.1 FM, AM, 1550. Uh, it's the Renault et program. Obviously, I'm sure you'd love to plug whatever your sister's got going well, right also, now.
1: Saturday mornings on the fan, I'm 7 to 9 a.m. <laughs> On 104.3 The Fan now. It's the
0: Mile High Sports Show the on The High Fan. The Mile High Sports
1: Show. It's myself, Dr. Travis Heath, and Andrew Mason will finally be able to join us this saturday but love. why
2: why has he got some free time <laughs>
1: <What's>, <laughs> why, why is he all
2: suddenly available don't
1: know huh. don't know He's that's s- odd
2: that's s- odd i think you should ask him about that <laughs> exactly
1: but yeah it's uh it's a fun show we do it every saturday morning and, and uh yeah
0: hopefully keep that going well I, maybe i'll skip the cartoons this saturday morning. remember saturday morning we are, don't are, have do the saturday saturday morning cartoons, cartoons involve anymore.
2: muhammad because <laughs> i hope they better my cartoons involve muhammad so that's all that's all I want to look at. Going down on Buddha. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, Good stuff. Reno, thanks for coming. In. Thank appreciate it. For,
1: uh, for having me in. Uh,
2: I, I have, a, have a good night. Stay out of trouble.
1: We will, tr- we will and, try. Uh, and,
2: uh, that, that bottle of whiskey is going to get you in trouble, I think. So. It is. Did it's,
1: it's, it's, you get lots of pictures of that? You, uh, you yeah, will. Oh, hey,
2: let's take good. a quick break. We'll, uh, we'll round it out with a fourth quarter uh, right after this.
0: John, I know it's winter, but still, we have days like today. It's 57 degrees. I'm out there grilling. I'm out there grilling on my gas grill and not without man grate because man great is the grill enhancement system. What we're talking about is cast iron grates that fit any type of grill, and you, you're going to want to order three of them. Not one, order three, and put in the promo code, Denver, that way they'll know that you're ordering from SouthStandsDenver.com. You're going to get $10 off and a free grill brush on an item that you, if you're a griller, you have to own it. It's like having a cast iron skillet on your grill. They have the channels grooved into the man grates for the juices. The more you use them, the better your meat tastes. It's the best investment you can make. Ask Captain Bronco, and he'll sell out to anybody, (laughs) just like we sold out to Mangrate. Mangrate.com. Enter the promo code Denver or click the link at SouthStandsDenver.com. Mangrate, the grill enhancement system.
3: This comes from the Caius
2: family
4: so tree. That's
2: some stoner. That's, that's some stoner metal. Love own. the stoner metal. I was gonna say about the man grade, Um
4: I've
2: got I've got know. the pro- I've got the uh, natural gas line into the grill. Oh, 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 oh. so uh, I am jealous of that. By the way, dude, it's sweet. Um, no more
0: going down to the to A and Trading Post and getting refills on my propane canisters.
2: Fired up, fired up, and it's on. And I can heat up that man grade so That's nice. yeah, it's great so yeah and
0: I do advise you when you when you're cooking with man grade, Give the preheat cycle oh, yeah, yeah. about seven to ten more minutes. You, it, it takes a while to get the man hot, but if you get it hot, you slap the steak on the pork chop, the
2: chicken breast, whatever, and you get that nice gratifying sizzle. Do you find that that because of all that metal in there, it needs it? It, it probably is absorbing that heat, and it kind of takes a while to it, get it hot. The preheat cycle takes longer. Yeah. The cooking cycle. Doesn't take you're, as long. You probably so, save time. And,
0: and, and basically, when you're when you're working with your regular grates that come stock with most grills, it's it's basically like trying to cook on a wire hanger. And the heat, there's no heat retention. The fire the, itself, the gas fire, is doing the cooking for you. And when you preheat your man grate the cast iron is doing the cooking and the the, the, the flavors from everything you cook cooked before penetrate in. and it, it, It's just a glorious thing. I, it, it makes me almost want to weep.
3: When the man well, grate penetrates. It does. You, you, got, you get, get the juices going. It's just, <sighs> it's, it's just you know, perfect.
2: Uh, and these, these are all things we, we, we like to talk about and share. And it, it's been cold lately. It's been, it's been fucking has it, cold. Hasn't it? Well, not the, well last, it's, le, today was nice. But before this... It's been fucking cold. It's been super cold for like you know, the last like three weeks. I, I live in a north facing house. In I do did too. Did you I drive driveway, a fucking
3: ice sheet. It's ice sheet. I got snow uh, everywhere. you know what I got that's really upsetting me right now? I got rabbit poop everywhere. On top of the ice snow. Well, well, they don't like to poop on the snow. So now they're pooping all over the sidewalks and the. Ah, it's disgusting. God damn, it's rabbits. horrible.
2: Yeah, uh, north, north, poor, north- poor rich
3: white
0: guy <laughs> living in an area where you have rabbits <laughs> nor- north- and the neighbors facing, haven't
2: eaten them. Oh, North-facing oh, houses. It's worse. Um, worst. I had to go out today while it was warm, and I, I have a huge metal fucking pole with a blade on the end it's like a snake killing rod and I, right and i and i have to fucking ch- ch- and chip the ice and it's just it's just brutal. do you use so the me. same one for killing gardener snakes in those summer i don't kill the gardener snakes i let them i let, you them, let them go through. yeah i don't want them to eat the mice fuck that i don't want the mice around so uh but i was going to say other interests that we have um colin all, of all this time you talked about daily fantasy i finally took the plunge on the i think the first round of the playoffs i started playing and in uh, football, in, in NFL, f- in football, but to get to kind of to kind of get my toe in the water, I started playing hockey. Now it's taken me. Football was pretty successful. The week before, last week was not. I'm going to play again this week. Obviously, um, I'm playing very low stakes. Nothing, and, it, nothing, and it's nothing really crazy.
0: brutal with a two, a two game slay. And, and here's what I've here's you, what I've. You found. pretty much got You've got to find the. the, the the fucking terrence williams of
2: that week and yes. the danny Amendola,
3: yeah the danny yeah if,
2: if you played Amendola, <laughs> <Julie.
3: laughs>
2: but i started playing hockey and i i, I love hockey and it, it get, gets me more interested in all the games um was doing just horrible for a long time and then finally i kind of picked it up and i've been doing much better um so i i kind of blew my money on a lot of these things now i've kind of got it down but let me just tell you colin it is. It is totally addictive. It's. It's thrilling. It's, is it not pure it's, gambling? It's. It's pretty much pure gambling. But it. You know. It, I. I guess because it's so low stakes, I don't even notice it. Like I'm like, oh, a dollar game here. Eh, no big deal. I've Whatever. Been cranking those stakes up. I and I plan on doing that too. As I. But like. But like last night, I played like some hockey, and there wasn't. This is the thing. The. The small slate, terrible for me because. I was playing, there was like four games last night in hockey. I thought, oh, I got this fucking figured out. Awful. I did terrible. I finished, like, last in, like, some of them. Um, that sucks. Um, tonight I'm doing a little bit better. But um, it's very cool. I think if you if, if you love fantasy and you, and you like sports, um, it's great because it really keeps you involved. NHL, now, I know you play a lot of NBA. And I know most of the, the – a lot of the daily stuff is geared towards NBA. That's what they cover. It's because there's a lot
0: of games and a lot of scoring. NHL – the it's the tough. winning scores on a on a daily fantasy NHL league are ninety four ish. It's tough, it's man. It's three you know. It's three hundred. Well, because
2: because like tonight, tonight for example, um, the Vancouver Canucks and the Minnesota Wild just went off. Now I just would I avoided them. So you totally. want the five to six game? Yeah. Yeah, you you want scoring. You want you want to find out the scoring. Anyway, but to to make a long story short, I'm totally hooked on it. It's great. Um it just You're it just, using
0: roto grinders. I'm I'm using
2: I'm using all them everybody. I'm using everything cuz everyone has an opinion. It gives you a little bit of insight, but um Here here's what I like to do, John, with with NBA.
0: Okay. I like to look at a couple of sites. wire is good. And they'll have five or six suggestions. They don't go very deep. Roto-Grinders is going to go deeper. They're going to look at every single game yep. on the slate. And then I take my, in the case of, of NBA, six to $8,000 players from those sites. Uh, Dante Monohunis is going to have a huge game tonight. Uh, you really want to look into Trevor Ariza tonight. Those kind of plays. sure. But then when I need my three to five thousand dollar plays i use number fire where i can go and sort by salary and value and they they're okay they're saying for thirty nine hundred dollars i can get twenty nine points out of this point guard tonight because he's starting in place of this guy who's got a bum ankle so jr smith perfect example as soon as he went to cleveland he started putting up huge numbers. It takes a long time for his salary to adjust, and if you're ahead you of the curve on that, that yeah. you can use him four or five times before the salary well, adjusts.
2: I, I think. I think the bottom line is if if you dig fantasy and you want another way to enjoy sports, I, and honestly, I, and I've I've said this all along, I've I've kind of like more. I, I kind of enjoy the more of the fantasy aspect of it. Like tonight, like I had a bunch of uh, I had a bunch of Florida Panthers going against the Abs. And now, granted, I want the Abs to win. You stack against the Abs, but but, but I. But I want I want a high scoring game. I want it to be I want it to be six to five in favor of the Ass. But I want that five goals from those Florida Panthers. So and that and it makes it, it exciting. It's it's a it's a good, but as a fan you feel bad.
0: And one not, of the not really. one of the dictums that is out there in fantasy daily NBA is play centers and power forwards against the Nuggets because Kenneth Farid is really soft on defense. There you go. And so so are the other power forwards and centers on the Nuggets. And so it's like play big men against the Nuggets. That rule has not failed me. And as a fan, I feel like shit about it. But on the other hand, as a daily fantasy sports player, I enjoy it but it is important to point out again when we talk about daily fantasy sports and I love to talk about it I love to play it I devote probably more time than I should to it but <laughs> yes. it's important to keep in mind that it is gambling and if if I can't gamble in a traditional way on point spreads and outcomes it's unreasonable that I should be able to make a complex parlay on a, on 8 players in an NBA game on a nightly basis.
2: That's really what you're doing. Well
3: there's always the stock market. Have you tried the stock market?
2: <laughs> this is my stock market, Scott. I understand this. I understand this. I can go Ooh, so, I think- so,
3: so how are you guys doing? Are you you winning, you making money? Here's my
2: story. Not, I, not right now. No, I, I'm, I'm slowly creeping back up. But I, like I said, I was it was a learning curve and I lost a bunch because I didn't know what I was doing. So I can finally
0: say I am. And I, I, it took me a while. It took me the better part of a year, probably 18 months where I, and I was making my buy ins at the twenty five dollar level at first. And then I moved to the fifty dollar level, and I would say I deposited about three to four hundred dollars, and I have it all in spreadsheets, so I can, I can look back and see exactly where I was. Um, and then I told myself I'm making one more one hundred dollar buy in, and I'm going to start to follow some discipline that I've read in articles. You, you can find if you if you Google bankroll management, daily fantasy sports. You can learn some basic rules, one of which is never wager more than 10% of your overall bankroll on any given slate of games. Another is for every $5 tournament entry you make with a lineup, make a $5 50-50 entry to cover the $5 tournament entry buy-in so that if your lineup is good but not good enough to place in a tournament
3: you cover your nut it sounds a lot like uh betting on the ponies the horses it's the
4: same sounds, thing sounds, it's the same as poker it's the same like as anything it. put it
2: put it this way and i want and i want to move on here real quick but um it's given me in the you know 25 dollars 50 whatever It's given me way more entertainment than I've ever gotten out of going to like Vegas or or Blackhawk and sat there and pulled a slot. That's absolutely true. Like, you know what? Because I've gone up and and been like 60 bucks, boom, like in Blackhawk and been like, God, that sucked this is so much more entertainment it's a, it's obviously it's a lot slower you can kind of you can kind of crank it out but i fucking i'm glued to the nhl games i'm i'm paying attention i know i know the top 2 lines of the uh, of the uh, calgary flames are you know shit like that so and, but it's it's
0: important and i know you want to move on from the subject but a couple of more things it's it's important that you know what mix of of contests to enter in and, and another very important issue that i think Early on, when you first get involved with daily fantasy sports, you've got to be careful not to make too many lineups. Mm. On a big slate with NBA, for example, the, the other night we had 11 games. It's very tempting to make four lineups, five lineups, six lineups. And the smart people who are playing, the Sharks who are playing, build one. And they spend the same energy you'll spend building four, concentrating on perfecting that one. And Dave, you're familiar with Davis Mattek, I'm yeah. sure, on Twitter. I've had some DM conversations with him asking for his advice because he is a successful... He makes his living playing daily fantasy sports. a actual living, pays the rent, has a pretty girlfriend the whole bit. And so I'm asking him, you know, how do you go about this thing? I mean, how do you make money doing this? And... One of the keys is know your lineup. Be confident in your lineup. And he does. You, you'll see when you read these various um, reference sites. They'll talk about about guaranteed price pool lineups versus cash lineups. These are your high risk. These are your low risk lineups. He builds one. He builds one. This is gonna. Eat, this is this has a good shot. Has enough upside to win a tournament. This is again. This is a lock in fifty fifties. And he's going to enter 35, 40, 50, 50, 50s in the night, making three, four, five, six hundred, thousand dollars a day playing daily fantasy sports. There Lord. are those guys that do that. but it, but you, the consumer who hear the ad on the radio, just know that that's the guy waiting on the other end of that contest when you log in.
3: It seems that'll be short-lived too, as others catch on
0: congress for example well just other Uh, other players other players players, players. no the more the merrier what happened with uh, with with poker online poker was as soon as it became legal for the banks to let you use your debit card and your paypal account and everything else that that created a flock of players sure you had espn broadcasting world series of poker it was a bounty well, well, the, For some people, my buddy Castle yeah. Rock Josh took home over $50,000 in online poker winnings in a single year, but well, well, eventually he's a, he's a lawmakers shark. find out what's going on well, and they fucking shut it down.
3: What I'm getting at, it, he's a shark and the chum is coming in, but eventually the chum's going to go away or they're going to become sharks too.
0: As soon as they make it harder to get money into or out of those accounts. And that's what will happen, I'm telling you right now, with Daily Fantasy Sports, in which people are investing trillions of fucking dollars, eventually, some lawmaker is going to make it harder to get money in and get money out, and that's when the chum goes away. As long as they're advertising on TV every Sunday, and you can deposit via PayPal...
2: The dude, chum will never stop. Dude, uh, during the Avalanche games, when they go break between period, they say, "Hey, here's your here's our, here's our DraftKings lineup of the night. Let's see how we're doing." They pick a lineup. It's fucking on the Avalanche game. You know? I know the guys. The guys that are oh, the guys pa- are back partners in the,
3: with uh, the, the with, 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 uh, FanDuel is partners with the NBA are and, and
2: DraftKings are the part NH- of it. NHL. So FanDuel is partners with your Denver
3: Broncos.
2: It's it's fascinating it's stuff. And and I was going to say to get back on the Broncos, um, I stayed away from Julius Thomas this week in daily. I was like, I was oh Julius Thomas is going to go off, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I have a feeling about this. I don't think he's going to do shit. I rolled a single lineup
0: out for uh a, a, for a big tournament, uh, just one entry. And I used Manning and Thomas just on the off chance that
2: those two fucking go nuts. And obviously, that didn't happen. Yes, didn't happen. No, it's good stuff, but um, we could talk about that all night. But we got we to get talk out of about, here soon. Let's, let's, talk about
0: let's talk about the fan. Let's talk about the fan. Let's talk about the fan. Okay. Sports radio fucking landscape. And you, you guys know I'm a huge fan, John. I don't know if after the Broncos season you've even
2: been tuning in because I know you, you're finicky. I, I I haven't listened much as it is because I was listening to I was listening to fantasy football podcasts since the beginning of the football season, and I just you know what that information is the information I need. I don't need somebody blowing smoke up my ass about the Broncos on a local radio station. No offense, guys. I, I love y'all. You you're fantastic. You do great work. Sure. Uh, but uh, uh, and
0: in particular, if you listen to Big Alan D Mac, you will get something from that show that you're not going to get from anyone else every single fucking day. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fine. and I love that and and, and uh, I value 104.3 The Fan. It's been a part of my um, pretty much my entire adult life. And as you guys know, Entercom bought Lincoln Financial Media. With 15 stations, and they were forced to divest one FM signal. And when they evaluated the entire portfolio, they decided to divest the fan.
3: So typically, they <laughs> divest the uh, station that makes the least amount of money, isn't that t- Isn't it typically correct, there, Colin?
0: Yes. Okay. And overhead is an issue when you have live hosts. Um, as opposed to, you know, one of the holdings they bought from Lincoln Financial was Comedy 1031. There's nothing to that. It's great. I listen to it all the time, but it requires no talent. It requires virtually no overhead. And uh, other than, you know, purchasing the, the clips, just like you would songs. And um, for one Oh four three, the fan, they have in studio hosts. They have production crew. They have advertising salespeople. They have (laughs) overhead, overhead, overhead. And so, Entercom uh, opted to divest them, <laughs> and uh, the good news is, because the, the problem with divesting the fan is, whoever purchases the signal can opt to make it whatever they want to. They can turn it into Bloomberg Radio, Yahoo, whatever. They can turn it into Spanish language radio, whatever is most profitable at the time. The positive news is, it looks as though Cronky Sports Enterprises is going to buy
2: 104.3 the fan. Stan, cronky coming in by okay so th- this creates a few a few issues obviously um the if you watch altitude um the broadcast the avalanche the nuggets um you know, pretty I, I think they do a much better job than, than what the Rockies have going on because Scott Hastings will tell it like it is. Um, Mark Rycroft. It, Mark Rycroft will will tell it like it is. So I think in that respect, I think I think they do I, I don't think there's a problem with it. Um, the only problem that comes in is can they criticize management? Because, obviously, Mark Rycroft is not there to criticize the decisions of Joe Sackick and, and uh, Kid Cronky. Um Scott Hastings is not going to criticize, you know, the, oh, why'd they hire this coach or whatever. That's not their business, and I, and I appreciate that. I think that's fine. But on the fan um, you want somebody who's going to tell you, "Hey, look, you know what? These guys, these guys aren't doing a good job. They they screwed this up. They did this." Now, granted, they treat the Broncos probably with kid gloves, I guess, because everyone knows if you piss the Broncos off, they might tell you you can't come down to DeVal. They
0: haven't been this week, no. But I mean, I mean you did know. you hear that shit that fucking D Max said on Boston Radio? It's, it's
2: crazy. Yes, but but again, it wasn't it wasn't on local radio, so he wouldn't say that on on local radio, would he? No. no, so so so. Here's the thing. I think that's fine, and I and I have no problem with it because I think that uh, you know Kronkies do a good job with all of it. Now you could argue, oh, their team, this team sucks, this whatever. They still do a good job with it. They they enjoy it, sports, and it's a
0: hell of a lot better than an operator coming in, buying the fan, and turning it into something else.
2: You could, and, and you know, what turning
0: and, it into uh, yeah, hip hop hits one hundred four totally.
3: And it's just something different instead of something that's going to criticize and question they're giving you views behind the scenes and let's talk to this person and that person it's just it's different but it's not bad necessarily we still have right at least one station that can do that not that I'm aware
0: of. Well, right now, 102.3 ESPN sold 102.3 The Signal to Colorado Public Radio. It's going to be the new alternative rock station. Right. Open air. Open air, it's called. So they it sold... Sounds like lesbian shit to me. Yeah, it is. It totally dyke shit. Yeah. And they, so they sold, they sold 102.3 girls? to The Dyke Station and 105.5 FM, which is a much lesser signal, by the way, uh, remains ESPN Radio. They made a play. Four one zero four three. The fan they made an offer. I have this on good authority, and uh, their offer was in the ten million dollar range. Ultimately, Cronky Sports is paying twelve, is what I've been told. So twelve million dollars. They're going to buy the fan. It'll probably, if I were them. If I were KSE, I'd
2: change the name to Altitude Radio, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, probably. But here, here's the deal: this it's fascinating. It's really cool because you, what's what's going to change? Are you going to see more Rapids coverage? Are you? Gonna, are they going to force that? Are they going to say, "Hey, they'll play the live broadcast." We, we I'm need sure. a, we need a we need a Rapids fucking show. Well, that's the thing. Okay, abs are on tonight at like five thirty. Are they going to Are they going to Are they going to stop what they're yes. doing and put the ads on, on? on the fan. Absolutely. Because here's why because. Intercom
0: retained 950 AM and 1600. So you're talking about a single signal. There's no way they're going to buy 104.3 and not play live broadcasts of everything they would otherwise air on Altitude.
2: Yeah, I, I say more. I mean, I don't listen that much to the, to the radio for the, the events because I'm not in my car. But when I am, I totally enjoy it. Obviously, we love the most The abs um, games are already on the fan anyway. Yeah, yeah. there's
3: so. no extra effort. They just rebroadcast a
2: signal from the TV. I don't know. I, I, th- I think it's fine. I don't see any problem with it. Um, If the, if there is, then then we have something to complain about. I think it's it beyond fine. I but think, but it's, fun, say, I think fantastic it's fantastic well, it's, news. It's better than it turning into a country western yeah. station. Oh, absolutely and, and fine. absolutely. And it, it
3: doesn't, but, you know, and to your point, I, yeah, are they going to cringe? Size management? No, of course they're not going to do that. But they can bring maybe something different.
0: Here's the question, though: Are they going to keep shows like Big Alan D Mac? I mean, I you hope know so. more about that industry than we do. Well, I mean, not really. When the you know, new management D-Bak. team comes in, I mean, what are they looking at? I mean, obviously these guys, hey, especially listen. Alfred Williams, has got a contrast. Got- hey,
2: listen, altitude, uh, altitude radio, as, as you're going to be called soon. Big Al dmac DMACC, very expensive. I know three guys sitting right here. Much <laughs> Probably do cheaper. It for 75%. 75%. <laughs> 99% less, I think. No,
0: so. 75% of what they make. Oh, yeah. Save 25%, hire us, and uh, we'll try and do what they do. That's good. I mean, I don't know all the people Alfred William no-
3: Williams knows. But you know and, the uh, insight they're going to be able to give us on the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Man. that's going to be That whole that
3: whole thing is really
0: fucking interesting. It
3: really, really really is. He's Uh, he's moving there without the
0: permission of the NFL. I know. And beyond, no, this is crazy. And beyond that, I don't know how much you heard about this, John. He is building a stadium without the consent of the NFL. And beyond that, he has been told. That he has to completely divest himself of the of every other pro sports franchise that he owns, and he flatly refuses. Um, no, but he's 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 he- sent it off to his kids. But the yeah. NFL wants more. They want more than that. And um, and yeah, Josh is a fucking figurehead, man. He is a puppet.
2: He's in charge of the Nuggets. Yeah, Believe but hold me, on a second. Stan is still actively yeah, oh, involved sure. with the Avalanche. But, but yeah, but I don't understand why he has to cough up uh, teams. For- uh, from the NHL, from the NBA. It's an NFL thing. That's man. their thing. Man. That's it's their thing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait, but, but wait, he already owns the Rams, right? Yeah. He owns the Rams, and he owns the Avalanche, and he owns the Nuggets and everything else under the, the KSU banner. Want the, the, the NFL wants their
0: their L.A. guy to be completely uh, involved really? with the NFL.
2: L.A. is huge. Well, that's fine. But it is huge for them. But can say, hey, my kid has this now. I'm going here. The guy who owned the Buccaneers, I think he died in the last two years or whatever it was, he also owned like Manchester United. So he owned a, an NFL team. And Kroenke owns Arsenal. Kroenke owns most of Arsenal. but So there's been certain... Things where someone's owned more than more than just the NFL team, so I don't see why there's an issue with that. But he, they, trust me, they'll they'll figure it out because they want they want to be in LA. It's not going to happen this year, but they want to be in LA, and they know that he'll get it done because Cronky gets shit done. That's why I'm a Cronky man. You guys know this, right? <laughs> you, are, you guys, know you this. are cr- hey, I wish man, you got right. championships done. Yeah, that would be uh, nice. That'd be nice too. So, um, hey, let's uh, let's get out of here. Um, what do you what do you guys think? Get just just quick. Quick impressions, where do you think this Broncos thing's going? Do you, think, um, do you think we'll have a coach within the week? Do you think we'll have a manning decision within the week? I think we
0: don't lose John Fox unless Elway knew ahead of time that uh, that we were getting Kubiak back here. So I believe Kubiak will be the coach. Uh, how quickly that happens, I don't know. Although Gil, White- Gil Whiteley told me today, and I couldn't have told you this, while Renault was still here, because okay. Reno would have killed me. But Gil Whiteley told me today, he showed me the text messages on his phone. Uh-huh. If Kubiak gets the job, we will have, as a defensive coordinator, none other than Wade Phillips. So Wade, Phil- Wade Phillips is waiting. Holy <laughs> she, Wade, Phillips is, Wade Phillips is waiting for Kubiak to make up his mind. Kubiak is unsure about whether or not to accept the interview. So okay. Kubiak has not made up his mind. If he is, takes
2: the interview, it's 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 a done it's a deal. done deal.
0: Yeah, that's it. So Kubiak has not made his mind up. Um, and Gill was flipping through text messages on his phone. I shit you not with Wade Phillips, and Wade Phillips fully expects not only to bring him but some other coordinators with him, some other uh, position coaches with him who have ties to CSU, including Sonny Lubick's kid. So it it could be a uh, Lubick-Kubiak-Phillips connection here here I I
2: will lube up to a Lubick connection. (laughs) (laughs) I will lube up to a Lubick. Listen, if if they just put good coaches around Manning just – even if it's like technically not his scheme he's got to say look you got you got these good coaches i know they're good they always said he manny wanted to go to fucking uh, houston anyway with kubiak right there so he's fine you know he's fine with him if they say hey, look it's going to be kubiak he's like okay cool we'll we'll do this again i don't know man i mean i don't know a, i don't know I a, a guy who's questioning whether to come back or not
3: and you throw a new coaching staff at him. I know, man. It's hey, a, you a don't don't, don't underestimate shit. his huge ego. I almost feel like if Manning's coming back, we're going to see Gase, and if
2: he's not point, coming but, back,
3: here comes Coops, and, that, and that's that's cut and dry. Black. You know white. what? Hey,
2: listen, listen. I'm fine with that. If they if they say you know we're going to go with Gase and we're going to we're going to do this uh, one more year with Manning. As long as they can put somebody on the defense that knows what the fuck they're doing. And and that defense should have been so much better than it was. That defense could have paved the way to a Super Bowl. And it just, just couldn't do it. So, hey, Raiders, fucking enjoy Jack Del Rio. Jack Off Del Rio, just enjoy him, okay. Actually, he was better as the head coach when when Fox was out. than, than they seemed to play better when he was head coach and someone else took over the defense than uh, than when he was actual defensive coordinator. But I, like I said, I love it. It's great. It's great drama. Dead to me, Jack Del Rio. Dead to me. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Totally dead to me. Um, but um, who do you uh, who do you got in the Super Bowl? Ah oh, shit. It's just like the worst
3: Super Bowl ever. I grew up a Chicago Bears fan, so so my Dude, least, if it's,
0: if it's listen, fucking
3: Pat Seahawks in the Super Bowl, oh, tell it, me no, I'm not no, gonna no. watch that shit. Well, okay, first of all, like I I hate the Packers. It's just inbred in me, right? What? The, the, I love the Packers. Well, I'm a, I'm a Bears fan. It's like how you hate the Raiders. Oh, See, it's right. the same thing. Uh, the greatest rivalry the Packers, in the NFL. Right. Hey, the Packers
2: so, aren't the Raiders. Let's let's be honest. Look, come on, it's more like the Chiefs. Oh, no.
3: Bears, Packers? Are you kidding me? Yeah, but
2: I'm just saying class-wise. Class-wise, they're more like the Chiefs. Oh, sure, sure, sure.
3: All right, so I hate the Packers. Um, You know, what's crazy is if if the Seahawks didn't stomp the Broncos last year, I'd probably like the Seahawks. I would, too, I mean, they're a a good team, and they've got good players. Can't stand the Pats. The only team I'm kind of rooting for now is the Colts, and that— it's just a bloodbath, man. I I'm not I may not watch the Super Bowl this year.
2: I'm I'm rooting I'm for, watching the fuck out of some Super uh, Bowl. I'm rooting for the Packers. Uh I want I want the Packers to win it all. Uh but if if it what I think's gonna happen is gonna be a Seahawks, Pats, um Super Bowl, I'm going for the Seahawks one hundred percent. Please. Yeah, yeah. Please, I God t- please I t- if the Seahawks and Pats play in the Super Bowl.
0: I will fucking become the twelfth man. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, the bats, it. man. Oh yeah, fuck them. I, I don't fuck wh- them because they're so goddamn fucking clever and good, and because they expose all of the weaknesses of the Denver they're Broncos. coaching is good. Yep, coach. And, and uh, you know
2: what? I'm totally fine with the Seahawks beating them. So uh, go Packers, I guess for me. So um, let's get out of here. Maybe we'll try to, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll check back in with you after this next round of games and see what uh, see what's transpired. Suck a dick, haters. Oh, hey, haters. Haters, hey, haters. Suck a dick, all right? That's all I got to say. You know what I mean? That's all you can say, really. That's all you can say. So uh, let's let's, uh, head off into the sunset. Actually, it's now dark, so it's no sunset. Um, And we'll get back to you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, adios.
4: We love you, Denver!